Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Tuesday, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. Now, usually I start these podcasts off with a light-hearted gag or something. I've got to get a train, so I'm just going to rattle through these. I might rattle through all of them, actually. If there's no humour in today's podcast, it's because I need to get a train. So apologies. Oh, I'll, I'll stick a little bit. OK, I'll miss my train just for you. Blimey, I know. Now we start with the former Bayern Munich midfielder and Champions League winner, don't you know, Dietmar Haman on breakfast with Woodsy and Koisty looking back on the Champions League final. He was, of course, full of praise for his old side and had some interesting news on the Ballon d'Or. They assembled a, a brilliant side, a brilliant squad. Uh, they lost Robin Ribéry uh, 12 months ago, who've been stalwarts for the for the club, for the team, and they've loaded some younger players in. Um, and they're just fantastic to watch. And it's a very, um, yeah, it's a very humble side. They're still very hungry because a lot of them are, are young. Uh, you've got some players there who's won the treble before in uh, 2013. Uh, Manuel Neuer's been outstanding. Thiago played brilliantly last night, and it's just a, it's just a, a great mix of of old and young. And Lewandowski heads it into the net. Six of the very best from Bayern Munich. Working for the team a lot harder than he used to be, and I think it, it took his game to another level. I think he's he's a lot more of a team player than he was two or three years ago. I think he realised um, that, he, that he has to encourage uh, his teammates. And uh, he started doing this 18 months, 24 months ago. Uh, we had uh, Karl-Heinz Rummenigge at Sky yesterday before the game in an interview. Now, he told us that he spoke to Gianni Infantino and there may still be a, a Ballon d'Or uh, vote this season. So uh, if there is one, um, I think, um, yeah, he should be the recipient. He's been outstanding. Now, this is the former Liverpool and Fulham midfielder Danny Murphy on White and Soy discussing Harry Maguire and the need for footballers to have security with them on holiday. When I went away with my friends, I used to take my uncle with me, my Uncle Steve. I mean, he was like a dad to me anyway, but he'd done the doors for 25 years. You know, he was trained in various aspects of, you know, defending me and himself and other, th- you know, he, he was a very, very tough guy, but a calm guy and somebody who could spot danger. So he used to come with us all the time. So when you go away with your family, doesn't matter if you're with your family or with a group of friends, wherever you go, take some security. They don't have to be big, burly in suits and, and with big muscles. They can be very well-trained, intelligent men who one or two of them go along with you just to keep you safe. You're a target. So I don't understand why the club, especially the big clubs, aren't insisting on this. Now, you could argue it's the individual's responsibility. Either or. doesn't really matter. Is an asset for the club. 
So if the club isn't doing it, you've got to do it yourself. I think the very simplistic notion of this is that if you're wealthy enough and bright enough, you'll never get in those positions. The security you have with you and the places you go don't put you in those positions. I think most people understand that whoever you are, yeah. however much money you earn, you protect your own. There comes a point when someone goes past that line with you that you protect your own. Jim, you're in the public eye. If you were out with your other half and someone is confronting her and putting it, you're going to protect that. Of course. And, and if that puts you in an altercation, you might try and deal with it, but sometimes it comes on top. Yeah. We don't know what's happened. So until we know the facts, then we can't really crucify him. Now we can hear from Monday night's press box with Danny Kelly, Simon Jordan, Kate Price's ex-husband, and Sean Custis. And as usual, Simon is whinging and moaning about something to do with football. And Red Adelaide with a shot, and it's in from Dembele, and it's Manchester City one, Leon three, with time very much against them. What I wanted to talk about is the reality of what Guardiola is becoming in people's eyes, or what he, what, what, what people were starting to try and like everything they're trying to find cracks in something. This is sure. still a remarkable football manager. This is not somebody going to the dark side. This is not a Mourinho-esque transformation from being a serial winner into a serial whiner. If you look at the Guardiola's interviews with people, I do think there's an element of smart artery about the way he deals with yeah. the press and I think that rubs yeah. up certain segments of the press a certain way so I don't think he gets any latitude the way that Klopp might get latitude mm. because he will not appear although Klopp has become much more abrasive at times than I saw him at the beginning of his tenure at Liverpool I think that when you put yourself and, I'm gonna, and, I, and, I, and I think this is the ultimate scenario of Guardiola when you put yourself in a position where you are at the very top of the mountain, you have to be on your A game all the time. And Man City had a chance to win this Champions League and they didn't win it. And I think he's right to be criticised for that. But if we start micro-analysing the moment in time that he doesn't do this or doesn't do that, as if somehow newspaper journalists will know more about no, management no, no. style than Guardiola will, I think that's wrong. What are you supposed to do if Zinchenko's wife says this? You go, mm, well, we better no, not, not talk about that. Leverage well, that's is, what you're saying, no, it's right? Not it's not that leverage is into. That becomes, well, that becomes the platform to leverage make everything else fair game all, well, of, a sudden, the all of a sudden all of a sudden a bunch of know-nothing scribes will have an understanding of which, every aspect of management style and start to put it through a microbe yes, and a prism that they don't have the capability of understanding no -no who are these know-nothing scribes by oh, the way Simon <laughs> which no where have the know-nothing scribes done this the they only will, stuff will, that's been reported they today will leverage is, this. The, is, what is what his wife is saying the basis of an undermining of somebody is to start by finding a getting a hold of the ball of wall and start pulling at it and pulling at it and pulling at it so now we're saying by definition this makes headlines because it's about his management style. It's a non-story, but it's about his management style. We and there it builds true. the culture. Well, she said she said it is because her husband yeah. told her. And he knows and that, a bit and that, about and it because start, he was there. Well, he's a player, right? And oh, so, yeah. so his, his outlook what? and attitude is part and parcel. He would know of, if Pep didn't turn up in the dressing yes, room. Yes, of course. And he would know that he played three at the back. But is the, is the observation like that's being did. made... Well, let me ask you the question. Is the observation that's being made through this piece that there's something wrong with that... It's been That's turned how into she interpreted that, that it. Looks That's what like she interpreted it. Is that how we're representing it now? She says okay. he didn't even go in the trip. What? Well, what look, you I'm looking forward to who writes about this, and next week we're going to see all the know-nothing scribes who write about this. <laughs> I'm going to put it in front of Simon and see if he's decided that these are know-nothing scribes. Do you still we'll have your know-nothing column, Simon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I write it from experience of having actually known something and done it. I don't talk about well, practice. Look, I, think I don't should, talk about theory. We, I talk about practice, Dan. We should end this section, I think, by wishing the Zinchenkos a long and happy marriage. <laughs> they got married today, and hopefully um, it won't descend into the kind of bickering we've just heard for the last two 15 minutes here on the press box. 
This is the former Cruiserweight world champion Tony Bellew looking back at Fight Camp 4 and what Dillian White needs to do to his game after that brutal knockout defeat to Alexander Povetkin. I think there's adjustments that need to be made on his part and I'll speak to him uh, this week and, and you know, I spoke to him a couple of times since the fight and everyone will have their input with Dillian but, you know, speak to fighters who have been there, speak to fighters who have been in the position you've been in now and and, and ha- find out how they navigated the way out of it, what did they do, what changes did they make and he definitely needs to make changes and there's just a few other little things he needs to learn but I definitely believe you know, Dillian White will still get to the final destination of becoming heavyweight champion of the world. Just the right opponents at the right time. We've got to remember a thousand days he's been waiting to yeah. challenge the yeah. WBC yeah. world title. This After is... 800 of them days, Deontay Wilder's been the world champion. This has been a man who didn't want to face Dillian White and didn't want to know. Uh, was facing, you know, taxi drivers instead of facing <laughs> Dillian White at times. And it, it, it's wrong what's being done to the lab, but he's now in this very strange position of where he's got to go into a rematch and his, his career's on the line because, you know, two losses on the bounce at this kind of level, you don't get another look in. You know, I believe Dillian will be Perekin. I think he just needs to go in there, perform basically the same, just when you're going in for the final finish, you've just got to be alert, alert and aware. Now we can check in with uh, Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show with me, Andy Goldstein, and Goffey alongside, possibly talking cricket, maybe a bit of football too. I don't really know what Tom, our producer, has chosen to put in this podcast. Why don't we both listen together, shall we? Here we go. One, two. Well, wicket number two for England and wicket number five, nine, nine for Jimmy Anderson. Pakistan, 88 for two. Well, it's out of this world. It's, um, it's about longevity and being able to play 160 test matches. It's quite remarkable. Mm. When you consider, back in my day, if you played 50 tests for a bowler, that was good going, right? Wow. That was good going. Now these guys, Broad and Andersons, are playing 150, 160 test matches. And what he's done, can't praise him high enough, is being the best bowler, the best new ball bowler England have ever had by a mile. The way he swings the ball with very little change in his action is just a pleasure to watch him. His skills are outstanding. Mm. And that's why he can still keep going now with a, at a slower pace because his ability to move the ball uh, through the air. All the ones above him now are spin bowlers, Cumbley, Warren and Mullitherin. So is the out of all the fast bowlers that have ever been, mm. um, he's got the most wickets. Okay. Just quickly, Goffer, you've gone for a treble espresso there. Is that what it is? Yeah, I passed that one. I had the single one. Uh, what, like tar. Uh, yeah. Oh, you hold on! You got the wrong I've one. Got water, the I've, why, got wa- I've got water though. I've got water. Why well. would you? Um, why would you have a, tri- a triple? I mean, that's going to keep you up for. Well, because well, I can. It's, yeah. it's just there. So I just. <laughs> but, <laughs> what do you mean? What? No, but will, will you not worry later on? You'll be. Oh, I'm, I'm up now for. Th- Mate, what time is it? I know, but you're, you're not six. Like, you're six. not meant to have. I'm not going to bed for six hours. It's still not going to be in six hours, is it? Well, you're not really meant to have them in the afternoon. Espresso, they're morning drinks. Well, are they? Well, people yeah. after they've had a meal at ten o'clock at night, I'll have an espresso. No, they don't. Well, of course they do. Of course they don't. Decaf? Well, they don't have a decaf. No one has espresso at night. I have a black coffee. What, a decaf? I just have a black coffee. Yeah, but, uh, but you need to answer the word with decaf in it, no. But Does that keep you up? No. Over now, talks me and Jacobs, the afternoon radio legends from 1pm weekdays, and this is them doing what they do best, having a good old chinwag with each other. 
And then a great photo this morning from a runners in a road race in France where they all, every contestant wore a mask. I mean, imagine running in a mask, except for the bloke who's in front who's not got his mask on properly. <laughs> I'd say slightly cheating, but thank you. <laughs> Jousting is to return to Hever Castle wow. in Kent. And I was thinking, jousting is the perfect COVID sport because you're a lance apart, yeah, right, and you wear an iron mask, a lance, a lance <laughs> length. You're always a lance length from your opponent, yeah. aren't you? That is very true. I mean, so that's, there you go. that's COVID plus. That is that is belt and braces, isn't it? It's more. It's a, a, a Peter Crouch isn't quite. Yeah, a lance is longer than Peter Crouch. It certainly it? is, definitely. Back now to Danny Murphy, talking two-legged European ties and why it's important for fans that they're not scrapped. And, of course, UEFA, because it gets them copious amounts of money. From a player's perspective, I think the two-legged is probably more appealing for the players because you get to play in these wonderful stadiums, the biggest clubs in the world, intense, pressurised evenings in front of 80,000, 90,000 at Barca. And I played in the semi-final at Barca and it was 90,000 people. You take that away from me. Walk on, walk on. I think the most important people in football are the supporters. And if you want to reward them for their loyalty... European nights when you're in the latter stage and some clubs don't get there that often I think of Fulham that night semi-final second leg against Hamburg when we overturned it those nights you'd lose them Back now to breakfast this is Darren Bent and Diddy Haman discussing Bayern's Thiago and reports he's been linked to a move to Liverpool very surprised if he turns down a contract for Bayern Munich if he hasn't got anything else so um, I'm sure he's got an offer from Liverpool they probably uh, it's probably about the transfer fee now um, I've got to say yesterday I never felt he's a defensive or a holding midfielder he can play that role but I've got to say he's been absolutely magnificent yesterday uh, the way he pulled things together won balls um, and, and he's a brilliant footballer as we know so I think he can give a, a, a different and a new dimension to Liverpool's midfield um, I'd be surprised if he doesn't end up at Liverpool what a sign for them and they're talking about only 25 million as well but it's, it's, it's interesting to me because you've alluded to it there he is a top top player he's, he's probably one of the, the most comfortable players in possession of the ball even if someone's tight to him but the fact that it's only 25 million and it's only being linked with Liverpool I mean where are Arsenal in the, or Manchester City or United these guys because you, you'd like to think he would probably get into most midfields yeah. and he's only 29 as well so but listen, if, if he's made it in clear that he wants to go to Liverpool, then Jurgen Klopp's onto a winner there. He is a top, top player. And for £25 million as well, that is, a, that is a bargain. Now, TalkSpot understands that Chelsea are close to signing Kai Havertz from Bayer Leverkusen in a deal worth up to £90 million. Oh, wow. This was the take of Danny Murphy again. Blimey, what is this? The Danny Murphy Daily. And what the midfielder would bring to Stamford Bridge. That's, of course, Kai Havertz. Not to, well, it probably is Danny Murphy. Maybe he's doing podcasts and he's signing for Chelsea as well. He's a super talent, left-footed, goal-scoring midfielder. Chelsea don't have enough goals from midfield. He scores goals from midfield. He loves getting in there. He's got a great shot. He's not Frank Lampard. He's, he's different looking. He's different the way he plays, but... From a midfield position, he scores goals. Mm. 20 plus. That's two seasons. And Chelsea have missed somebody in the middle of the park who gets forward and scores goals since Frank. Although it might be overinflated, the price, because a young lad who hasn't, he's only had a you know, season and a half really of playing really well. Sometimes you have to, you know, you have to beat the opposition and get in your man. 
And we finish with Andy Goldstein's Sports Bar Monday to Thursday from 10pm. Unofficially, the Monday night Northern Quarter with Northerners Adam Catchell and Mickey Gray talking whippets, flat caps and gravy. If you're going out and spending £220 million and bringing in players, if they're all over the line and all these players actually walk through the door at Chelsea, I've got to be completely honest with you. I think Frank Lampard has got to produce. He has to produce. They've got to win silverware. And you, you talk about being title contenders. So if you're going out and spending £220 million on the squad of players that you've already got, then you have to start challenging Liverpool and Manchester City and the other sides who are going to be strengthening also. And you've got to be trying to not just finish in that top four. Frank Lampard will know this himself that they've got to contend for that Premier League. We've spoke about this before, haven't we? About you, your Monaco. Were, Monaco, you got an opportunity to go and play at Monaco. Didn't yeah, but you? they wanted me to go on a week's trial, and that that was why I didn't go. You're like Zlatan, you aren't you? You don't do trials. <laughs> Wait, well, I was. Well, uh, how old was I at the time? I can't remember. I think I was around about twenty nine, thirty. I think it was. Oh, perfect age for you in Monaco. Well, that exactly. You'd have been loving yeah, it. Yeah, it was like my dream holiday. That was. I mean, I went there year after year after year, but um, there was no way I was going for a week's trial. You want me? Come and get me and sign me. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking Monaco, mate. You could have been living on a yacht. You could have been having a right old time out right. there. I'd have went there and lived on a dinghy. But, you know, I'm not doing a week's trial. No way. Not, did, they not want you, did they want you at left back as well? Yeah. Yeah, and I was I was ready to go. Because initially the, the the first conversation I think that we had was to actually go over and um, was, was to sign it. I think they'd said a two-year contract. Well, I wasn't bothered about the length of it. It could have been a season. It, yeah. it didn't bother me that. And then that changed very quickly to a week's trial. We need him to come over for a week's trial first. And I went, I'm not doing week trials. And I eventually, i tell you when it was. I was actually, I was at Blackburn because what yeah. happened, I turned it down because of the week's trial. And I ended up going on loan to Leeds, which I don't regret because I absolutely loved it. Yeah. Mm. But you could have been playing with Fernando Morientes. That was it. That was the that time. That was the time, yeah. Yeah. You'd have been crossing him in for Morientes, oh, don't eh? you worry about that, mate. <laughs> Jeez, eh? Morientes by day and then at night time oh. God knows what's going on in them well, your in my, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what might have been I know but then you were down Majestics in uh, in Leeds enjoying yourself yeah. down there weren't you <laughs> no I didn't go out in Leeds straight home That's it. Thanks for listening to another Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily Podcast. You can, of course, listen to us on the TalkSport app. Or, of course, we're still available on Apple Pods, Spotify and Acast, or wherever you get your Poddingtons from. But if you do add the TalkSport app to your phone, you can listen to all the podcasts, plus your favourite radio shows as well, which, of course, will be just mine. I'm back today from 4pm on Drive Time alongside Goffey. Will Jimmy Anderson get his 600th test wicket for England, or will rain just ruin it? Who knows? No one knows. I don't know why I've asked that. Anyway, don't forget Gareth Southgate's England squad will be announced at 2pm today, so keep it TalkSport and TalkSport 2 for that. And, of course, there'll be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcasts out first thing in the morning, so make sure you get that. Until then, be safe, everyone. Be safe. Right, I've got a train to catch. That was a podcast from TalkSport. 
Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway. Like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.